it's Devin of Weekly Buddy Time. Hoots Media is coming upon its first year anniversary. And in celebration, we're switching shows. So if you listen to the most recent episode of We Tried, you'll hear me and Stacy and Lisa taking over and trying to fix things. And in this special episode of Weekly Buddy Time, you'll get to hear James and Thomas and Patrick, those three doofus friends, trying to fix fitness. Well, or at least trying to do weekly buddy time. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. And thanks for listening for a whole year to all of us do our crazy things. We appreciate you. Oh, there we go. I'm standing now. Can you guys tell I got big stand energy? For the podcast to begin. No, it's not. In three, it's not. We have to decide what two, we're talking about. What? They don't just start bullshit like talking. we do. Oh, yeah. Why not? What? Yeah, I know. But it opens like, "Hi, Devin. Hi, Stacy." That's that's the start of the call. No. Right? Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do that. No, open. they put. Hi, Devin. No. <laughs> <laughs> they actually put some thought into what they're going to talk about. Huh. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, fellas. We're doing a... Uh, howdy, y'all. We're doing a buddy time. Hey, welcome to weekly buddy time with the doofuses. <laughs> In, instead of your regular, like, smart people. Yeah. We're going to try our best to do this. Uh, we're going to try to be uh, serious about it, and we're not going to try and fix anything, even though I'm sure we totally could. We could <laughs> yeah, fix we the could... whole industry. We can fix everything about everything. Look, this show's about fixing yourself, so we're kind of already there. Oh. oh. We might be too far in the hole. At that <laughs> no. point. I, don't, I don't consider myself broken, so I don't know. Uh... Oh, look at you, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Fancy High self-esteem here. and shit. I, uh, I have the most self-esteem, and I'm very humble. I'm way more humble than you. <laughs> oh, that's um, everybody yeah. says so. Everyone says I'm the humblest. Uh, I have great humble. I have much humble. All right. <laughs> so uh, why do you always stand like at the front half of a centaur? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think you're confusing me with someone else. <laughs> All right. Um, they always start off, the, the ladies always start off with, with asking what you're drinking. So are you guys drinking anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm drinking an Arnold Palmer. That's cool. I like Arnold Palmers. No. Oh, hold on. What the hell's an Arnold Palmer? Uh, half tea, half lemonade. Oh, all right. They are delicious in every way. Agreed. And you can get, um, zero sugar ones, yeah. Thomas. Yep. I make yeah, my own okay. tea and then I get the sugar-free lemonade powder when I'm feeling lazy. I am confused. Which alcohol is in that? Uh, there is none in this because I have oh. to work in uh, two hours. That's very responsible of you. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you know this might there is a there is a non-zero chance that somebody I know at work could hear this one day and uh, <laughs> so yeah, responsible. That's what we'll say. It, That's what absolutely. we'll say. It is. Yeah, I mean, not that is not unusual for you. you my my good my good good man. Are you I, saying that I'm responsible or or neurotic? Which which one of those things are you saying? So I'm drinking this uh, 
truly hard seltzer lemon. What do you think about those? And actually, just let me just uh, ah, yeah, there it is. It's a good sound. Uh, you know, I think they're fine. I don't think they're so. I um, I don't, I, I can't do beer anymore, really, unless it's like Michelob Ultra, which is not beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do prefer liquor, but I mean, you know, it is a weeknight. Oh. But these are pretty good. I mean, it is kind of like the canned aftertaste of a good cocktail, but uh, I drink a lot of LaCroix, so it all kind of works out. <laughs> I, like that, I like that it's the aftertaste of a good cocktail, uh, so it doesn't actually taste good. It tastes like the ghost of good. It's like a vodka lemon farted into a can. <laughs> it tastes like a vengeful spirit of a lemon was shown a bottle of seltzer water. <laughs> I am drinking Jack Daniels cider, Christmas cider. And I warmed it up, and it's fucking delicious. Is that wassail? It's so good. No, it's just whiskey. Oh, wait, I hold guess. on. Are we, allowed to, are we allowed to do cusses on this one? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Devin cusses sometimes. We can, we can oh, do wait, a cuss. Stacey cussed. Stacey oh, yeah, Stacey did time. cuss a couple of times. Okay, we're, we're, just, we're really just showcasing our deep lore knowledge here. All right, so we, we, we fulfilled our duties. We said hello. We said what we're drinking. And now I guess and we have to be informative show's over. for some reason. Now the show's over? All right. No, the show's not over yet. We have no. another hour left. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> how do they do it? How do they fill an hour? <laughs> well, they the actually... Problem, the thing is, they like each other. Yeah, so. they, they like oh. each other, and they prepare, and, oh, no. uh, you know, they actually come with, with topics prepared oh, and to talk no. about, mm. and they don't just uh, yell at this each is, other and call each other This is going to be the shortest minutes. weekly buddy time that there's Oh, hey, hold on. You know, um, Stacy. And Devin, they do uh, talk about, you know, the stuff that's going on. Like if they've recently traveled, that could be some filler. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so I know one of us recently Says traveled. the guy that recently traveled and wants to brag about it. <laughs> okay, cool. You can just fill that air yourself, son. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Get chatty. Get yeah, chatty so uh, I went downtown from my house um, for the last seven or eight days in a row. That's been fun. Uh-huh. Is, isn't, yeah. is that where you work? Sort of, yeah. You, you travel to work. Yeah, yeah, that's still travel. <laughs> Everyone that's listening to this is going to get a good idea of what we tried sounds like without editing. <laughs> and you're right, gonna hate it. But back to it. Uh, Thomas did go to Vegas, so tell us about it, Thomas. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went to Vegas. It's not a big deal, whatever. I'll just tell. Tell, tell me about it, stud. Oh yeah, you know it's a it's a real real party town that Vegas. I was in there for one of those uh, you know those big wheel and industry conferences, and it was uh, you know it was a real good time. A lot of a lot of flashing cash and uh, ladies, and you know all that that kind of that kind of thing. Somehow I don't think this is what they talk about when they travel. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna um, one second. I'm just gonna go into their private channel and then just apologize profusely for ruining their show. <laughs> just right there in advance. Get it out I of the way. I am so sorry. For what is happening to your show. <laughs> there we go. All right. Got that out of the way. All right. So uh, do you want me okay. to try Thomas's setup again and see if we can get him to talk about, you know. No, I'm literally not editing this. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'm just fucking around. But no, it was it was a good trip. I was there for an industry conference. Um, I ate like garbage. My digestive system exploded midway through. Uh, I feel like I almost died there. Did you go to the Drink heart attack grill? water. I didn't. I uh, I I walked right past it. Actually, most people on do. Fremont Street. 
It's, I mean, he's alive, yeah. isn't he? He's here. You know he didn't go to the heart attack grill. <laughs> That's true, so, yeah. So my last night there, um, I got a Lyft, L-Y-F-T, in a self-driving car, which was pretty cool. Um, those things are not replacing human drivers anytime soon, based on <laughs> on that Did ride. It, was there a human in, in it to override it? There were two humans in it. Wait, 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 what? So rather than like reducing the number of humans needed to drive me around, it's actually doubling the number of <laughs> yeah, humans. So far. It's providing jobs. <laughs> yeah. So the one guy, the one guy in the passenger seat was the designated talking boy. And so he talked to me and the one in the driver's seat was not allowed to talk to me. He was supposed to face forward and look at the goddamn road. Why was there a designated talking boy? <laughs> Because apparently yeah. people, like, the way they pitched it is, uh, it was like, hey, you know, we're with Adaptive. Um, this is actually kind of a demo thing. They didn't pitch it as like, we're testing this. They were like, we're just demoing our product. Look how great our product is. Huh. And, and so I would have said. Just like a spokesman. And I think I would have looked at the guy who's designated to talk and said, you are unnecessary. Please stop <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> you know, as he was talking, the guy, the other guy was manually driving us out of a parking lot and like. I had to get to like the good part of Main Street in order to turn self-driving on, so I didn't really feel like he'd been deprecated yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that like I was I was chatting those guys up, and I asked that guy, you know, you're a local. If you had to eat somewhere on Fremont Street, where would you go? And he recommended a place called Eureka, which is like just one block uh, outside U- the dome. Urethra. Yes. Sounds it's delicious. A, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll have to. Oh. <laughs> um eureka it's a it's a little 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 restaurant just there and it was it was very good i had a 28 day age steak burger on a bed of arugula so and rotten. a flat of whiskey it was amazing so so a rotten steak burger got it rotten steak burger and <laughs> With no also bun. a banana whiskey a banana whiskey now was it called oh. was the whiskey called bananarama because they missed an opportunity if it wasn't no, i think they just missed the opportunity could you um could you alternate that banana whiskey and the peanut butter whiskey and make like a peanut butter banana oh, sandwich in your a mouth. Fried yeah, peanut I, I butter banana sandwich. Some, yeah, you can make some kind of like Elvis joke banana sandwich sort of situation out of those two. Yeah. But I swear to God, it tasted, it wasn't fake banana. Oh. It tasted like real bananas. It was amazing. Shut up, idiots. I've got one. You're not I allowed to say that on the show. I, just, yeah, I know. That's not how the show works. No, listen. The banana bread beer with a yeah. shot of the peanut butter whiskey. And you drink it like a car bomb. It's a you donkey drop, car bomb. That yeah, sounds good. You, you, it's an Elvis bomb. <laughs> it's an Elvis bomb. You drop it in there. You drink it. Delicious. I'd try it. We just, we just invented a new yeah, drink. Sure. Let's do this. Next party. Next party. All right. Uh, I'm yeah, in. All right. <laughs> yeah, you guys are coming into town soon, so we're just gonna we're just gonna wreck you guys. With, yeah, you know we uh, haven't been Donkey Kong bombs. We haven't been to Knoxville in about a month, so it's about time to come back. <laughs> it's about that time. <laughs> we're all looking at our watches. Where the fuck the hackers? So okay, back to the self driving vehicle. The the dude that had to drive the self driving vehicle. How many yeah, times yeah. did he have to intervene? Uh, so <clears throat> I don't know if how familiar familiar you are with Vegas, but you have like the Strip, right? And it's like. I don't know, it's like a six or eight lane highway, um, and it was pretty much gridded locked at the time, so the guy had to drive it out of the casino parking lot, like the casino parking flow area, and get it like down two side streets, and then turned onto a main artery, and at that point, he turned it on. Huh. 
And after that, so, he, had, he intervened like three or four times in a 20-minute drive. Just yeah, that's like, not a great demo. Of corrections. So what you're saying is five-eighths or perhaps seven-eighths of your drive was actually a human driving the self-driving car. Yeah, the rest of the Lyft drivers that I worked with on that trip, I was like, you don't have to worry about that anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not going to be put out of business. <laughs> yeah, it I basically mean, will cool only drive the time that you're idling and they did have, powering forward. They did have on the dashboard a big tablet that had the car's view of the world, and so you could see like how it was interpreting everything around it, and that was very cool. But I that was is not allowed cool. to take pictures. Lame. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're all like competitive and shit. Whatever. They did say that the city had installed special indicators on the traffic lights. In theory, the car can recognize a standard traffic light, but the city installed special beacons in all of them, so it wouldn't have to. Yeah, I mean, it's already a big-ass light that's a specific color. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but look, 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 look. Those cameras don't see in color. They're, those cameras don't see color. They're dogs? Yeah, they're very progressive. They're very progressive <laughs> uh, cameras. <laughs> oh, bazing! Uh, yeah, none, none, none of this is uh, none of this is gonna air. Yeah, this we're I'm, gonna edit all I'm, of this out. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> no, but I do strongly recommend Eureka to whoever uh, whoever's on the Fremont Street next because I did like kind of cruise by a lot of spots and Eureka was super legit. The rest of it, it was not tourist trappy at all. Well, you did ask a local. I mean. I guess that's what you're supposed to do, right? Although, if somebody asked me in Knoxville if they were like, hey, what's a good place to eat in Knoxville since you're a local? I'd be like, oh, man, there's this little place right over here called Hardee's. Uh, Hardee's. (laughs) The biscuits are to die for. It has a a red burrito inside it. It's like a uh, Carl's Jr., but it's better. Yeah, you go in there, and you order a thick burger, and then you put a burrito on the thick burger, and then you eat it. And it's uh, it's a delicacy (laughs) that you can only get. And that you can only get here in Tennessee. Well, speaking of uh, health and diet. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> well, look at that. Uh, I did want to talk really quickly, uh, and I know I've already filled you guys in about it, but I just wanted to to kind of uh, talk about my love for this thing that we just did this weekend in Chicago. Uh, it's immersive theater, which I'm sure most of you have heard of at this point. Um, I think like Sleep No More is the the most famous one of them, which I yeah. haven't done, but it sounds amazing. Um, but it was a it was a thing called <laughs> the Ode at Pints End, and it was it was an immersive theater, meaning it was upstairs in a bar, and they had all these party rooms kind of decorated like it was an Irish pub. So when you walk in, everybody's already in character. Uh, they're, they're like mingling with the people that are there and then a play starts and it's like a story of, um, these three sailors that get shipwrecked and then some paranormal stuff happens. And, uh, but it was just really cool because at certain times, like the, the actors will come by and and talk to you specifically or bring you into a room or, um, things like that. I just think that is the coolest, um, live theater experience that I've ever done. See, I just wanted part to tell of you guys me, about it. I, part of me, after having read up on this, after we talked or we chatted about it, um, part of me thinks that's very super cool. Like the, I, I'm torn. I have two actor minds on this. Actor mm-hmm. mind one is like, 
yeah, that sounds awesome. But then actor mind too is like anxiety ridden because I have to interact <laughs> with people who aren't saying lines yes. back to me. Yeah. So yeah. it's that, a little bit that improv in that way. Me. Yeah. My uh, audience mind also had that same bifurcation. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, um, Thomas, for your, uh, for your part, there was a rule where if someone comes up to you and tries to interact with you, you can just kind of put your hands up and they'll leave you alone. Uh, that that's basically a leave me alone sign. And then Patrick, uh, I totally get what you're saying because at one point, uh, one of the actors comes by and there's this old dude standing next to me that's in the audience and they ask him what he wants most in life or something like that. Um, and the, the guy, I, I guess didn't want to play along. He says intermission. Oh, what a oh. douche thing to say. What an asshole. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was kind of shitty. And you'd have to put up with people like that. But to his credit, the actor did uh, play it off very well. Um, but yeah, it, it was... Did I'm sure you... Was that, was that how he played it off? He just like <laughs> punched, punched the guy right in the face? <laughs> no, the, the character was a uh, like a sea spirit that was trying to lure people under the oh. sea and stuff like that. So I think the, the actor said something like... Um, I don't remember. It's something like you'd have to pay a lot to to get that, or something. You know, something very in character. So I was uh, I was impressed with his his quick turnaround. But yeah, dealing with people like that, which I'm sure you'll have one every show, uh, would be oh yeah, would be maddening. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's like live comedy. Like you always yeah. have that one person that yep. wants to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I was. I'm, and sometimes I've you have that in like traditional theater too, though. So I mean, what? Oh yeah. Hecklers. Oh yeah, uh, like I people that just fathom like them. That well, like there was there was a famous one a couple a year or two ago where they were doing uh, one of Shakespeare's plays, King Lear, or one of them, and the the uh, yeah, I think it was Lear, and they had uh, staged Lear as a Trumpian kind of character, like oh, in boy. a suit with a red tie and all that stuff, because you know Lear is not the most stable of leaders, <laughs> geniuses. Uh, yeah, he's not a stable genius. Um, and then a lady from the crowd like charged up onto the stage during the performance and started screaming at them for bad mouthing Trump. Oh my god! Wowzers! So, yeah, I mean it happens. It's not common. It's not right. like every show you have somebody yelling from the audience, but it's uh, it happens. Yeah, and I'm sure if if you're in a situation where you know you're going to get interacted with, and you're already sort of leaning that way. It's probably more likely that your uh, your jerk side will come out. Yeah, I can see that. Anyway, it was a very cool experience, wow. and uh, that sounds awesome. I would love to. I would love to be in the audience and, and be one of the actors for yeah, something like that. Definitely, get on it, son. Uh, see, that takes too much. That takes too much time to actually, you know, make something like that happen. Uh, <laughs> I just want yeah. to audition and be a part of it. I don't want yeah. to actually run it. No, fair enough. All right. Um, so, what do we want to talk about? We the, the girls are very good at, at having a structured uh, a topic. So, what are you guys thinking? We are qualified for very very little. True. Well, qualified doesn't mean we can't talk about it. <laughs> also true. <laughs> We've been doing right. that for you. Got me there. <laughs> I mean, I talk about a lot of stuff that I'm technically not qualified <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> All right, the one, uh, the one thing that we all have in common, and this is literally the one thing that we all have in common, is uh, a little bit Mumford of nerdiness. And sons, right? Oh yeah, 
<laughs> we're all interested in like um, I was going to say Lumineers gadgets and tech and apps Dude and stuff ads. like that. Yeah. So why don't we talk about uh, health and fitness with a tech angle? Cool. Is that interesting? All right. That sounds yeah, wonderful. We, we work with oh that. yeah, your I forgot your podcast voice. I forgot was off for about a my podcast voice. <laughs> <sighs> I forgot about it for about 20 minutes, yep. so we're going to have to make up for lost time. You want to just yeah, restart that, That's the, not going to be weird at all. You want to restart the episode? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> we're only 30 minutes in. It's fine. Let's go from here, and I can <laughs> uh, maintain my, my weekly buddy time voice. Okay. Um, so, I was kind of thinking, like, what would, be, what would be maybe a little interesting is we could talk about anything that we use to monitor... Um, I don't know, calories or diets or, you know, I know a lot of us have played around with sleep or exercise monitoring or even the stuff that you do to kind of facilitate health and wellness. Or don't, I guess, <laughs> because in my case, it's a don't. <laughs> That's Nothing fine, too. All. No, no step trackers. No, uh, giga. Uh, lasers i mean nothing man nothing Uh, the only thing that i have is like i built myself a set of like spider-man web shooters but instead of webs it just shoots um eggnog straight down my throat (coughs) wrong show okay i got some i got some truly on my shirt from that one good job (laughs) also gross (laughs) yeah yeah listen that was exactly what i wanted out of this show so (laughs) just ruin the entire Just to thing. ruin Thomas, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the show, sure. Uh, Speak, speaking of Thomas. Uh, who was? Uh, somebody <laughs> said Thomas. Anyway, the uh, the weirdest thing that I can lay claim to in this area is I do have a continuous blood glucose monitor that feeds into my phone at all times. That's cool. That is, is cool. cool. Is it is it one of the like skin patch ones, or is it like the... How does it work, exactly? Uh, skin patch. So there is kind of like a skin patch sort of situation that interfaces into a uh, transmitter. So there's like a durable piece that I uh, reuse several times. <clears throat> and uh, it just like, there's some kind of like small probe that goes into my skin, just like into the subcutaneous fluid and measures that and transmits over Bluetooth the results to my phone. So it's it, kind of like a little knobbly thing, but I is it a two-way thing? Like, do, does your phone also transmit back and says, "Give him more, give him more juice"? Or is it only one? Uh, so that's actually mildly interesting. The company that makes my insulin pump, I'm type one diabetic. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that all the loyal weekly mm-hmm. fan fan buddy time fans know that. But yep. um, uh, they actually have a closed loop system like that that can attempt to do it that way. Um. But that is a different company than the monitor I'm using now, and it is frankly a garbage ass system. I would be a little. I, I'm also diabetic. I'm type two, but I would be. I would be a little afraid to put my insulin intake into the hands of an AI, <laughs> like yeah. a simplistic AI, because overnight it like freaks out and says, "Oh, your blood sugar is 300. Here, have a million units, and then you die." Yeah, that happens, just, and there's like. Uh, certain drugs like acetaminophen can actually change how it's reading, not necessarily your blood sugar, but how it's reading. Uh, same for alcohol and a number of other factors. So it's not necessarily always precise unless you have good control anyway. Yeah. 
And to kind of add on to that, the way that the closed loop system works, it's kind of like if you're diabetic like me and you like want to have your feet past 45, then you have to stay between like, say, you have to stay under like 150 ish. A closed loop system, because it's not that precise, is like, eh, below 200 is fine. And so, like, all the studies that put people over 150 basically kill them. So it's not really, it's good enough to so that, like, you could put somebody on it who would not manage themselves otherwise. But it is not nearly good enough to be, like, something you would want to do on purpose to yourself. Uh, would it, is there not a system where you can set the limits? Where you would say, if I get below... You would set triggers, so you'd well, say if I get it below or above, this like, does this. That's the thing. Any glucose monitor, any glucometer has at least a plus or plus minus twenty percent. So, or it's, so it's more reading. like a science where you're like, I'm below one fifty, but I feel fine, so I'm probably fine. Well, it's it could be like reading at one twenty, but you could be say one thirty five, <laughs> one ten, one. Oh five. I mean, somewhere in that neighborhood. Like it's it's gonna have a. There's a margin for error. Yep. And that's the best ones that are at like plus minus twenty percent. Interestingly, there is a like community group of hackers, and I may mention this when I was on a weekly bit of time before that take older insulin pumps that have like radio control vulnerabilities <laughs> and strap like Raspberry Pis to batteries yeah. <laughs> and will like interface a CGM to the Raspberry Pi and run like machine learning on the Pi in order to feed instructions to a pump. But I mean, that is not something that is, yeah. uh, <laughs> those are the same not people exactly wearable. <laughs> those are the same yeah. people that have the self-driving cars, but it's just like uh, two ropes hooked up to a, uh, a robot. That steers. <laughs> I mean, by all accounts, I mean, there are people out there that make it work. It's just not, I mean, it's it's a complex system, right? There's a lot of complex system components that come into it, and yeah. everything about your lifestyle impacts how blood sugar and insulin interact with each other. So it's not really something that I want to fiddle with too much. All right. Um, in in lieu of uh, going down a rabbit hole, uh, <laughs> let's let's oh, let's yeah. keep moving. Uh, okay. So what about so Patrick? You said you don't do anything for like calorie tracking or anything like that, dude. I have in the past. I I'm not currently doing anything because I'm. Uh, I just switched jobs to a third shift, an overnight thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm still trying to figure out, like, when are the best times for me to eat and all that. So I've quit doing calorie tracking uh, because I'm only going to be able to figure one thing out at a time because I'm a dumb dumb. Um, (laughs) But but I intend to pick that up again once I've kind of settled that would actually be um, that topic would be interesting. I would like to hear you go on the real weekly buddy time and talk about like just the move from you know first shift or whatever it is to last to graveyard shift third, third, and yeah. normie what to it vampire? does what it does to your yeah. body and like how it throws everything <laughs> off. And... Normie shift to vampire. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that would be. I think that would be just interesting to hear about yeah. in general. I'd be happy to do it, but it has one thing. It has given me the freedom to kind of explore. Is like uh, when I was still working first shift, I tried intermittent fasting, the sixteen um, eight intermittent fasting, and that was doing okay for me. But it's not worked on the overnight. Like mm-hmm. I can't find a good time to fast that doesn't make me feel like garbage. Hmm. Um, but it has. I've tried now moving from like a three meal structure to like a smaller five meal structure, mm-hmm. and that's working at the moment. 
without me having any like times where I'm either starving or I feel like I'm going to die from too much food. And my blood sugars have been a little all over the place here lately just because of changing food, changing sleep patterns, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you use really anything fuck to... up your insulin sensitivity? Yeah, yeah, it does. Do you use anything to track blood sugars or is it just like you check it and then make a mental note? Um, well, before I stopped using Apple products, I had a, a blood sugar meter that would send the data to my phone and automatically chart it for me. Oh, to health kit? Uh, uh, no, well, I mean, all that data eventually ended up in health kit, but I had a separate app that then talked to health kit. Cool. Um, and that, I mean, it worked really well, but that, but Android doesn't work with this particular meter. So I'm in the product. So now I'm just checking it, looking at the meter and going, okay, I'm okay. Okay. Um, so I need to I need to find something that either works better with Android or just get in the habit of charting my own. Makes sense. You could you could build like a Google Sheet or something out of it. I'm sure. There yeah, that's what I that's what I did before I had a meter that could talk to my phone. So. Uh, it, I don't. It use has been an interesting for, journey. Um, calorie tracking or anything like that because I'm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to get fat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just getting fat. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, um, I used to use my fitness pal, which was pretty good, but I know the normal weekly buddy time listeners have heard Stacy complain constantly about, uh, how hard it is to track calories. And I 100% agree. It's just a pain in the yeah. ass. It's completely unreliable. Even and, with apps, it's terrible. I was yeah. using lose it and it was just hard it was yeah, just hard yeah. all around it's not That's, easy if you eat if you eat at home you make all of your food and you have packaging for everything it's still unreliable because like you know you're going to make a, a serving of, of four and then you're going to give yourself accidentally a little bit more than half so your whole thing is yeah uh, just completely unreliable so i'm not doing anything right now and i'm i'm <laughs> i'm kind of showing the uh, <laughs> the results of that <laughs> So I probably so can, can I interject with a, a question about that? Mm-hmm. Sure. No. So like, does it does it bother you that it's not super precise? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, the, the, and it sounds like a dumb question, but the reason that I ask is that like when I approach those things, and I did that for like a couple of years with a lot of success before I had kids and everything's been awful. Um, <laughs> but I just kind of assumed like I I just built in this idea that there was a fifteen percent margin of error, and so like I knew it wasn't precise. It was just like a guidepost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can definitely see that driving Stacy nuts, but I'm kind of surprised that it bothers you so much. <laughs> well, okay, I, I shouldn't say that it it bothers it doesn't bother me enough to to knock me off of doing it. It's just one thing that's annoying about it. Uh, okay. The other thing is is pulling out my phone. You know, if we're at a nice restaurant or something like that, that's that's annoying. There's a whole bunch of of, of uh, uh, compounding issues with it, which is why I don't why do didn't it anymore. Watch have a camera on it yet? You right? Why don't I have glasses? <laughs> That takes pictures of everything and then tells me what oh, things boy. are. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not doing that either. Um, I was also really at one point in, no, that's wrong. At 10 points in my life, I've been really interested in the whole quantified self thing. So I was trying to track yes. everything. And uh, that also kind of has a tipping point of, okay, fuck this. I'm not doing anything anymore. I know, Thomas, you've been on that bandwagon at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, as, as somebody who, like, I, 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 it, it's really, okay, there's no way to say this without sounding like, uh, what's that word you guys use to describe me a lot? Pretentious? 
That's the one. Uh, not something pretentious, but like there's something interesting to the idea that like if you quantified everything, like as a, as a technologist, that's the uh, pretentious part. If you quantified everything and you had this historical data, you could eventually just like feed it into a really big computer at some point and then get something useful out of it. And I just really want to be like the first wave of people that do that, but uh-huh. goddamn, it's hard, and goddamn, yeah. there's nothing good coming out of it yet. Right? Yeah, it's like the only the most advanced system that I've dealt with is is that exist.io, and the mm-hmm. only thing it ever told me was like, you listen to music more on Tuesdays when you get fewer emails and you take more steps. Who cares? You walk less when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. You're in a better mood when you don't go to work. Well, no shit, exist. <laughs> that's the only thing it ever tells you. Yeah, and you can tie well, it into GitHub. That's if the you only like, thing that this shit is ever gonna tell you. Yeah. No, so I just I disagree with the ever on that statement, but only because I'm a like long enough time scale kind of person. I would like okay, it if it in was, our lifetimes it is not gonna be useful. Uh, I don't know. Years. I feel like okay, I feel like it would be a very small step for it to say stuff like when you eat fried foods, you get more sleep or f- or less sleep. Stuff like that. Or you know, you you say that you're in a better mood after you uh, ran, and that's you not true. You snore more when you have a glass of wine with dinner. Sure, so yeah. you that would be interesting. So you mean so you mean things that scientific studies have already told you the majority of people uh-huh. have? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> um, it's not. I don't care about the majority of people. I care about how my physiology interacts with the world. Thanks, guys. Yep. <laughs> me, for me out there. <laughs> thought, that sounded like a. Uh, it was going to be one of one of your patented um, soliloquies. So I was going to let you go. Yeah, we were just giving you time to talk, but <laughs> well, I was. I was. I mean, I could drop a little bit of a line of like, I know somebody. Um, I know somebody who I used to go to school with who is like in the industry of personalized medicine, and so like the idea is that. You know, this drug does X to most people most of the time, but if, you know, you sequence your genome, then you can tell it'll actually do, like, modified X, or actually it'll do Y, it'll make it no. worse for you, or whatever. Is it is it that lady who turned out to be a huge fraud? Uh, no. Okay, just checking, because that's exactly what her company said they were going to do. That is not what her company said they were going to do, <laughs> by the way. I listened to, like, a whole podcast series on that shit. Don't come yeah, at me no, with I your weak-ass game. I listened to it too. I just wondered if I could get you riled up. Oh no! Although I do dearly love that entire fiasco. What was that? What was that company called? I was trying to think. I couldn't think of the name of the company, and I, I'm too lazy to Google it. Genomics. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was some stupid portmanteau. James, if you're being quiet and not googling that, I'm. I'm. I'm totally not. I was. Ah. I was thinking about how easy it would be to change the name of the show to Weekly Enemy Time for one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Theranos. I was wondering. I was wondering if that was That's possible it, for Theranos. us. Yeah. I was like Thanos, Ithaca, Thabada, Thibodeau. No, Theranos. No, that's a great story, basically because, like, you know, a charming young woman convinces, like, rich old white dudes that physics don't matter and then gets yeah. all their money. I'm like, yeah, that's great. I love this. That, that is an amazing story. Like, the implosion of everything, too, is just incredible. Like, the implosion of her, not, her personally and the company just is fascinating. All right, now we have to put it in show notes. By name, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. You've given me more work to do. Mm. Great. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're not editing. You've got plenty of time. Hold on. Edit in a ding right here because I don't have a bell. Ding. 
Why don't you have a bell? Yeah, it's where's upstairs. your bell? Devin is the keeper of the bell. I don't have a bell of my own. <laughs> you, you did. You just <laughs> they don't trust you with it anymore. You I have abused children. Your power. Nothing is truly no, I, nothing is truly mine unless it's literally locked in the gun safe. Everything else is free <laughs> fucking game here. Why don't you have a bell safe? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so. I thought one more thing might be kind of interesting. Do you guys do any kind of like, um, what do you do in your downtime to burn off concentration from work? Uh, and, and by that, I mean, there are certain times at work where, uh, I could either get frustrated or, you know, start gears grinding, but instead I pick up a couple of different apps and, and work through, I like daily challenges and stuff like that. Do you guys do anything like that? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, other than just like picking up my Switch or playing a game on my laptop or something, I don't. Now, when I was at parking, I would just take a nap. Like, if things got really stressful, I would literally close my door and take a nap for half an hour. Yeah, I, I do try to break up my days with naps most of the time, but like, I don't think that I it's very rare that I would break from doing things to just not do things. Usually my MO is more like I am kind of just there during the workday, but then at five I leave it all there. And so I just mostly just get through the day and then go home and, you know, play games <laughs> with you guys or whatever. Well, I think, I drink. think he's specifically talking about like at work. Like, what do you do? Of course, James is always at work cause he works from home. That's but, true. You know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's not something I think I run into, which is hmm. interesting. Some people get up and take I, a walk. I think that yeah, would probably help, too. I, I just try to get out of the building, I guess, if I'm feeling stressed. Mostly, yeah. I... So... Um, there are... Uh, and um, Patrick, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Lisa's doing this now, too. So there are a bunch of um, Picross apps on the phone. Mm-hmm. For me, that's like the the stress reducer. Uh, if I can just load up a, a big pit cross for what is a pit cross five to 10 minutes and then do it. It's, it's uh, like Sudoku, but with pictures. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a, a grid of squares where there are numbers on the outside that kind of tell you, um, you use deductive reasoning to, uh, figure out which squares should be colored in. And then by the end, you've got a nice pretty picture. They're usually animals. I would love to, to have, to, I would love for those to be something that I enjoyed, but they make me crazier than work. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Sudoku and and Picross and stuff like that. It just makes me insane. It it stresses me out more than anything else. Oh, interesting. So. Interesting. Uh, does Lisa still do that? Yeah, she's probably doing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually do it. Like I said, during the middle of the day, when if I need to, just you know not look at my computer for a minute. I look at a smaller screen, which is totally way better. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And then uh, at night, that's what I usually do right before bed too. It's kind of a, a just a brain dump kind of thing. Now, I, d- I do like crossword <clears throat> puzzles. Yeah, me too. And I will do crosswords. Sometimes. Have you ever tried Bonza? It's I kind of not. interesting. What is Bonza? It's like a reverse crossword where um, it's like a crossword puzzle that's been exploded and you kind of put it together, but they all relate to one central theme. So you're building what looks huh. like a crossword puzzle, but it's really just kind of a word game. It's pretty cool. B-O-N-Z-A? Yep. There's a Bonza and a Bonza National Geographic. Those are both in that same sort of like relaxing, um, calm app uh, section that I like. 
Oh so, god, there's a Bonza jigsaw. I can't do that. I, I can't do that. <laughs> do I have not like listened. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Do you guys feel like playing with phones and stuff like right before you go to bed impacts your sleep quality? No, not at all. I know everybody no, I says that, but I don't I don't really feel like I've, it affects me at all. I've never felt like screens at bedtime has made me sleep better or worse. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Do you? I don't think so, but I've also um I've been blessed in that I've never really struggled with sleep. I just go to sleep and it always works. So <laughs> I've never had to worry much about it. Oh, how's bragging camp going? Oh, it's pretty fucking rested over here, boy. Yeah, that's been my biggest problem with the change to third shift has been like finding a stretch of time to sleep that's long enough for me to actually get meaningful sleep. Right. Um, Because like I go get Henry at school and so I have to be there to pick him up at 245. But if I want to actually be able to get into the parking lot at 245, I have to be there at 10 after 2. Yeah. If you um, so if you got uh, if you went to sleep right after you got home, what would eight hours be after then? Um, it, let's let's say I let's say eight because sometimes it's seven thirty, sometimes it's eight. Um, I would so have to sleep like till four in the four, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Oh, dang. I usually I usually sleep from about eight to two or a little after, so I get about six hours, which is what I would normally get overnight because I have a hard time going to sleep at night. Too, so yeah. <clears throat> did you buy blackout curtains or anything like that um no i've been using a sleep mask oh that makes sense like and that's, a good sleep mask. that's been working yeah i really want to hear a whole episode about your schedule i think i would i do think it. that would be interesting um, um so look we talked about oh how about um do you guys use anything for exercise monitoring or like step counting or anything like that um, I've gone through three different watches now, and I'm still, I'm not happy with any of them, mm-hmm. really. You're on Android, so. so let's say that. Yeah, uh, I'm on Android now. The first, the first health tracking, well, I mean, I've had a various, I've had a bunch of Fitbits, too, mm-hmm. and I've never been happy with those, really, either. Um, but my first tracker watch was the Apple Watch Series 1, and then I moved back to Android, <clears throat> And I had a Fitbit Versa, which was good as a fit. It was okay as a fitness tracker. It sucked as a watch, um, as a smartwatch. And now I've got this. Uh, it's called a Tick Watch mm-hmm. Express, and it's the company is Mobvoi. There's a whole ton of people who make watches for Android. Yeah, and it's just. I don't know. Like, it does heart rate okay, and it does um, steps and activity okay, but it sucks at sleep tracking. It sucks, it sucks at everything else except activity tracking. Hmm. Does um, it, it's, um, a fine, it's a good watch. It's a good smartwatch. It's just not a great activity tracker. Android has a built-in health thing, right? Like Apple Health? It does, yeah. Does it, um, like, remind you to get up and stuff like that during the day? Uh, it will if you don't turn it off. <laughs> do you have it on, James? Huh? Do you have that kind of stuff on on your Apple Watch? Yeah, I do. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I usually pay close, at, or not close attention to it, but I usually pay a decent amount of attention to it. Like if it if it tells me that I'm close to finishing a goal, um, that usually, like I've got my goal set where I think I should be most days. So if I'm not at those goals, I know that I've, just been a lazy butt 
the entire day. So I usually will go walk around or something like that. Yeah, I, I have my watch set to just every hour. Basically, it's just a glorified alarm. This every hour, it's like, "Hey, get up and do something, dummy." Yeah, so. I I like that too. Because um, I will find myself if if nothing pings me, I will find myself staring literally at my computer the entire day and yeah. not looking away. So when I get up, my eyes feel like they're uh, burning, <laughs> which is not a good thing. Desk? Huh? Do you do a standing desk? I've got a convertible desk and. Um, I don't stand as much as I should. I really, I really should stand more, but yeah, I usually start off the day standing and then start wussing out and then sit down. See, I, uh, I found, cause I, I, at work I have a, uh, like a really cheap adjustable desk, but it's a hand crank. So I never adjust it. I just do it where <laughs> I like it. Uh-huh. And, um, I found all that stuff was just annoying because I was like, I'm standing and I'm pacing and I walk around and I do like kind of pace in circles. I have an office so I can do that pretty readily. And it was still like, you know, get up and move, buddy. And I'm like, I've been pacing around my office this entire time. Yeah, I don't need to if, get oh, up if it doesn't have any smartness about it, like if it doesn't recognize that you've been walking and then like skip that hour, it's annoying. As yeah, well. that's very annoying. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I also try to like, I'm, I'm super neurotic about the things I allow my watch to bother me about. Like. Uh, it maybe it might literally just be iMessage at this point that's allowed to send notifications. There's <laughs> almost nothing this watch will fucking bother me about. Which makes you wonder why you should have a smartwatch. Yeah, a little bit. I do like the glanceability of uh of just having messages on there, which is nice. And I mean, you know, I, I use timers and kind of other functions. I use st- uh, the the step tracking, the heart rate stuff. But I mean, I don't. I mean, I have all that stuff running, but I don't ever look at it. So, you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't either. But one day I'm going to feed it into a computer and it's going to tell me all of my problems. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can help you out with that if you want, but not. I mean, we'll need more time than we've got on this podcast. Save that for the after show. That's on the opinion Patreon feed. That's on the the talking talking buddy time. The talking dead. The the, talking hoots. Whatever. Yeah, the talking hoots. Or the, the hollering hoots, maybe. The hollering hoots. No, we tried that. That might be a good idea. We tried that, and it it pod faded, so, you know. Oh, no. It's true it did. It'll come back one day. (laughs) All right. The only other thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, this is not a tactic that most people take, but I think you guys would all agree. Video games are helpful to mental health. I just wanted to say that. Agree. It's a social outlet for us because we play the games together and get to goof off. It's a, for the same reason that I use my Picross and stuff, it's like a a mental. It's a release valve. A release valve. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. That's a perfect way to say that. And specifically like. context switch. Sorry. What? Sorry. I was going to say it's a huge context switch. Like it gets your brain working on different kinds of problems. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And like, so as a, as a real world example, I think any video games can serve this purpose, but. At, uh, I, I think it was my last couple of years at the library, at the public library, when Stardew Valley came out. Oh, yeah. And I was stressed almost all the time at that job, and I would come home and play a couple hours of Stardew Valley, and it was like, that was my mindfulness. Like, I felt so much better after a little while f- virtually farming. Yeah. It's like meditation for people who aren't great at actual meditation. 
so yeah yeah Agreed. video games are video games are good there you go they only sometimes cause me to act out <laughs> yeah, and that's only uh, angered toward your friends, which you know right. we're yeah. used to yeah. it, so it's fine. They only yeah. occasionally cause me to lose lots of sleep, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't had a game that's made me want to stay up and play it in a while. Yeah, me either, really. I mean, Fall, uh, Fallen Order, the Jedi Fallen Order game, was the closest. But hmm. do you guys feel uh, that um, no. you you have a different interaction toward video games now that you're a little older? Like, I know that um, I can't really do long gaming sessions like I used to be able to. Mostly it's having a kid that's made me a little bit less, spend a little less time playing, okay, quite a bit less time playing games, mm-hmm. especially yeah, in the last couple that. of years. Um, I think that for me, and I've always been this way a little bit, but it is very hard for me to get into something that isn't like a social multiplayer experience at this point. Because it's like I can kill two birds with one stone when I do that. It's like listening to an audiobook while I'm tele- while I'm commuting. Yeah, I can see that. I still enjoy my long form games, but like it takes me quite a bit longer to finish one now. Yeah. And I will drop off a game a lot faster than I used to. Uh if I don't enjoy the story or if, if it doesn't make me feel like, you know, um uh, relaxed. Agreed. I just dropped the... Uh, I started playing the uh, Call of Duty single player and got about an hour in and just... It, that's just not for me. I just can't do it. Yeah. I don't blame you. I, I really enjoyed the single player because I'm that guy, but I, I don't blame you for dropping out of it. But yeah. you're not going to get the... I know. I won't, call I won't get the uh, shooty boy skin the, for multiplayer. The duty, the duty skin. <laughs> you, yeah. Um... All right, is, is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about with um, health uh, tech? I, I could be done because I got a pee. Okay. Is there is there yeah, a pee yeah. monitoring app that we can talk about? Um, I guess we <laughs> oh, could oh, Raspberry oh. Pi one up for like the yeah. trucker's friend or something. Yeah. I, I do have one short thing. I'll, I'll keep it quick in deference to uh, Patrick's prostate slash bladder. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. I am really interested in augmented reality for audio because I just got these uh, AirPod Pros. And like the idea of being able to noise cancel just really loud stuff or maybe just filter out the really annoying things oh, is something yeah. that I really would love to see more of. Yeah, I agree. I, I saw a, um, a post about a guy that wore his, his pros to a concert and, um, you know, because it obviously damages your hearing, uh, but oh, yeah. he, wore, he wore his pros and was still able to hear fine, but didn't come out with the, you know, tinnitus ringing. So I thought that was a kind of a cool idea too. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I'm obviously a gun guy. I do, I do a lot of shooting and it would be really nice to have something that's just like a really high quality uh, solution to that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got though. We can let Patrick, we, we can go. We can go. Right. Patrick on, <laughs> no, so. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, Devin and Stacy, I'm sorry. Uh, you so can sorry. have your show back now. And um, I'm not sorry. I think we did a good job. Here are the keys. Uh, change the locks anyway. Yeah, uh, we we've called a um, we've called the cleaning company. They'll be here tomorrow. We're we're so sorry. We've called an ordinance on our own positions. Danger close. <laughs> we're just gonna let it happen. All right, boys. Love you. All right, love, love you, you too. boys. Bye. 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 A Hoots Media Production.